Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk video? Am I the jerk for asking if you could hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? I'm not sure, but anyways, our first story of the day is by hiking throwaway one. Am I the jerk for ruining my boyfriend's favorite hiking trail? My 22 year old female boyfriend 24 year old male is an avid outdoorsman. He grew up camping and hiking often. I on the other hand did not. I think I went camping once when I was a little kid and sat in my grandma's RV pouting the entire time. My boyfriend and I have now been dating for 6 months and as our little anniversary present, my boyfriend wanted to take me to his favorite hiking spot. We live in a warmer state so hiking this time of year isn't abnormal. I was a little nervous about it but agreed because I definitely see him as the person I'm gonna marry which means adapting to his lifestyle as well. So we went on a sunrise hike up a mountain that was a little over an hour away from us. The hike was just over 3 miles total and wasn't too difficult for beginners. Before going, my boyfriend gave me the safety rundown and pushed that I drink a ton of water. When we got to the trailhead, I needed to pee slightly and mentioned to my boyfriend finding the bathroom at the beginning of the trailhead, which I believed to be just around this little hill. He brushed it off though and suggested we get going so we don't miss the most beautiful part of the sunrise, so I agreed. During the first half of the hike, my boyfriend kept pushing for me to drink water to the point where I felt like I was going to throw up and my bladder was going to explode. When we got to the best part of the hike, we sat there for a few minutes before I mentioned heading back down because at this point I really needed to find that bathroom. My boyfriend insisted we stay for a few more minutes until I finally dragged him up. Listen, I've never peed outside in my entire life, but I must have drank so much water my bladder just couldn't take it. Before we even made it back down, I knew I was about to pee my pants. I kept mentioning it to my boyfriend and he kept comforting me, saying it was okay, saying I can make it. Unfortunately, I could not make it. I apologized profusely but told him I had to duck behind a big rock a little ways off the trailhead to pee or I was going to pee my pants. He was angry, scoffed, and huffed as I asked him to stand watch, but instead he just stood by the trail angry as ever. And to make matters worse, an older couple that was cutting through some of the brush walked right by me but didn't say anything. So yeah, my boyfriend is understandably furious with me, not only for exposing myself on our hike, but also for rushing our beautiful view. This is his favorite hiking spot, and I ruined it. I feel terrible, but I also feel like it was something I couldn't control. Am I the jerk? So as always with these stories, the point is to judge whether or not OP was being a jerk. Categories being OP's the jerk, OP's not the jerk, everybody's a jerk, there's no jerks at all, and there's not enough info. In this situation though, nature calls, it was something that you don't normally do, and they were pushing for you to drink a lot of water. I don't know about OP's boyfriend, but sometimes when you drink a lot of water, sometimes you just can't hold it. If OP getting stuck in that predicament, not by choice, is going to ruin the boyfriend's favorite hiking spot, then I think they need to start lowering their expectations a little bit because 
I think OP's not a jerk, and I think it's completely reasonable what happened. And when you go hiking, I know it's not the most glam thing and you don't really try to do it. Well, some people maybe do, but isn't it relatively normal if you're going on a long hike to just go potty somewhere outside? And not to mention, if OP's boyfriend just let them use the restroom at the start of the trail, no issues would have happened at all. What do you guys think? Is what OP did normal and is OP the jerk or not the jerk? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Commercial Scholar 59 Am I the jerk for getting mad at my parents after they didn't tell me about my autism diagnosis until 12 years after I was diagnosed? When I, 16-year-old female, was 4 years old, I was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, later updated to Autism Spectrum Disorder, due to the fact that Asperger's isn't a valid DX in the US anymore. I was kept out of the loop for a very long time. I had recently started dating an autistic guy, 15-year-old male, and being the nice person I am, I did some research on autism so I could understand his condition. The more I researched it, the more I realized I seemed autistic myself. I decided to tell my parents, saying I suspect I'm autistic and I'd like to get tested if that was okay with them. Turns out, I was diagnosed when I was four and it was constantly written off by my parents as me being special. I was really, really pissed with my parents for not telling me. They said they didn't want me to think I was too different and or a freak, but I struggled so much in school and now I know just why I did. I told my parents I want them to try to get me more help in school. According to my dad, I don't need it and I would be taking away from someone who actually needed it. I got mad and yelled, I wish you were more honest with me, you secretive jerks. I got grounded for saying that. Am I the jerk? Absolutely not the jerk. Anybody in a situation like this deserves to know what they're diagnosed with. Somebody who's 15, 16, 17 years old deserves to know that they're diagnosed with ASD. And it's incredibly disheartening to me to see these parents in denial over a diagnosis like that. They would rather refuse and pretend that you don't have it instead of getting you the help you need to both learn to live with the disorder and also find ways to get help with any academics you might be doing. If there was something five grades beyond not the jerk, in my eyes, OP would definitely classify for it. Our next story is by Raven Draws. Am I the jerk for financially supporting my brother's kids behind his back? A bit of context first. A few years back, my nieces confided in me, their aunt, of how difficult their life is in their household. How they don't get things like the other kids and all the chores they have. As soon as the nieces turned 14, they expected them to get jobs, babysitting, working at their parents' restaurant, and pay rent. Not the same amount as regular rent, but each of them was expected to pay 100 a month, which I think is ridiculous and a completely unnecessary burden to place on kids, and also an unfair one, since only my nieces are expected to live by this standard. While my brother, his wife, stepmom to my nieces, don't put these expectations on their other children. My brother and his wife are of the pull yourself by the bootstraps mentality, but only with my nieces. The girls then told me that they were short on rent that month and if I could lend them money. I was completely pissed but they begged me not to talk to their dad as it would just make their lives difficult if I did. So I decided to give them two cards in my name and put monthly money into the account for them to pay rent, buy themselves the necessities, groceries, hygiene products, entertainment, clothes, etc. And I put them on my family phone plan. We kept all of this secret. 
They're now both 17 and will be going to college next year, which I will be paying for since my brother refused to support them. A few days ago, the girls got into an argument with their stepmom as she wanted them to share their car, which I got them as a birthday present with the other kids, and it was a big one. Nisa said they'd call the police and report the car stolen if anyone other than them drove their car. My brother kicked them out and told them to move come morning if they were going to be that selfish. The girls called me and I drove down to pick them up. I guess while I was driving to them, the girls went all out and cussed everyone out and a lot of harsh words were exchanged. They also told them that they never got jobs and that I paid for their rent and other needs and that this would be the last time they ever spoke to them. When I arrived, my brother was livid and accused me of brainwashing his daughters against him. Then the days that followed, my father and other brother called me to tell me that I'm a jerk for supporting the girls behind everyone's back, and that if I didn't interfere, the girls would have learned their lesson and been back at home by now. Info, my dad expected his kids to get jobs and pay our way, and by the time I was 16, I was paying rent, utilities, buying my own groceries, etc., and so were my brothers. Was kicked out by 18, literally a week after my birthday, and I really struggled. Instead of my brother rejecting that parenting style for his daughters, he reinforced it. But his wife wouldn't allow him to do that to their kids. My niece's mother died due to an accidental overdose. She was addicted to prescription pills. I never contacted child services as they're useless. Someone did anonymously report them, and it took social workers a whole year to check things out. When they did, all they did was confirm the kids weren't beaten, that food was in the house, clean house, clean clothing, and that they had bedrooms. The only reason I ever stayed in contact with my family was because I couldn't bear to leave the girls. So, I think the answer you're going to get from people really varies depending on the parenting style. To me, a 14-year-old shouldn't be forced to get a job. You know, it's one thing if the kid's lazy and doesn't do any chores and isn't doing well in school. You know, then maybe you can ground them, take the phone away from them. But I couldn't imagine going to my 14-year-old child and saying, You better start babysitting, you gotta pay me $100 next month. Rent and jobs at 14 years old. This reads like grandpa's life back in the 1940s. Well, I walked three miles into town and got a job at the local Texaco as a station attendant. 14 years old. Got paid a nickel an hour. I don't think OP's the jerk. And as far as I'm concerned, OP's more of a parent to those kids than that brother ever was. Our next story is by AITA Real Job. Am I the jerk for telling my parents that I make more than both my siblings when they told me to get a real job? I'm a nanny to two special needs kids. There's a very high demand for nannies for special needs kids because three special needs daycares in my county shut down. So I make approximately $120,000 a year and live in the family's guest house rent free and they bought me a car so I can drive the kids around. My parents have the belief that any job in childcare isn't a real job. They went so far as to call my aunt, she majored in child development, and had her tell me how broke she is when I said I wanted to major in early childhood education. Then they told me I could either pick an acceptable major or they wouldn't pay for my college. I cut contact with them for a while in college and we recently started talking again. I've been in contact with my siblings though. My parents recently asked about my job and education and were not happy when I said I'm a nanny and have my masters in special education. 
They made a comment that I'm working the same job that I've had since I was 15 and how I'll be broke forever, then told me to get a real job like my brother, accountant, and sister, nurse. I was pissed and told my parents that I make more than both my brother and sister and I don't have to pay for rent, for car payments, or for gas. They hung up and I got a text from my sister saying I made her look bad to our parents. My brother said I should have kept my mouth shut. Am I the jerk for telling my parents how much I make? Now, on the surface, flaunting about how much you make is usually a bad thing. But when somebody is directly insulting how much you make, thinking you're making a pittance, telling you to get a real job, I think it's perfectly acceptable to slap it in their face as far as how much you're making. They're going to try to talk down to you and say, oh, you're working such a terrible job, low paying wage, you'll probably barely ever get by. Then I think it's totally acceptable to immediately turn around with, you would wish you would ever have a single year making how much I make right now. The only jerks here are the parents. They better not ever come asking for money after all that. And our final story of the day is by an anonymous poster, am I the jerk for flipping out on my fiancé's birthday and telling him I don't want to marry him? Today is my fiancé's birthday, we've been together 16 years and have 4 kids. I'm 30 year old female and he's 31 year old male. Our oldest child's birthday falls on Christmas day, so we always have a party a few weeks before Christmas. This year, he wanted his first sleepover, so we've got five little boys aged 11 staying over and it's their first friend, not family, sleepovers. Fiance wasn't fussed on the idea of a sleepover and said so, but we agreed. Five boys age 11 plus my own four kids is busy, but they're all having a great time and it's going rather smoothly. Fiance then asks if he can pop to the bar for two or three pints with his friends and he'll be maxed two hours. I agree and tell him not to drink more than that and to make sure he's back for 9pm. As one little boy doesn't want to sleep over and I'm dropping him home, sleepover's been great but fast approaching 9pm, no fiancé home, I call my sister to come and sit in mine so I can leave a boy home, all while seeing drunk snaps of fiancé in the bar. 12am he comes home drunk. I'm embarrassed as these boys are so hyper and excited, I can hear them talking and giggling and not sleeping. He's stumbling around trying to make food and I'm fuming. He let me deal with all of the party alone. He keeps saying, would you freak up, it's my birthday. Grow up, you're meant to be getting married, you're a freaking joke. Grow up and act like a woman your age, moaning I went out on my birthday. All the while I'm trying to shush him so the poor kids don't hear how vile he's being. I then told him to get out because I won't be spoken to like that. He said, freaking make me. No, you can't because you're a freaking wimp. Freaking meant to be getting married and you want to kick me out. I told him I don't want to marry him. Am I the jerk for expecting help on our son's birthday? For being angry that he didn't come back on time? Or as he said, am I the jerk for hosting our son's sleepover on his 31st birthday? Also, we just put a 4,000 British pound deposit on our wedding four days ago. And right now, I can think of nothing worse. The dude wasn't all that enthusiastic about the idea. Okay, it's one thing to be a little pouty about it, but you're gonna go and get drunk, come back after not helping at all, and then berate OP? I don't think OP's the jerk at all. In fact, this is like a huge red flag. It's a shame they put all that money down because... This surfacing before the wedding, I feel like is kind of a blessed sign so you understand who you're dealing with. I couldn't imagine being an OP situation, 
having to feel worried that if my partner goes off and gets drunk, are they going to come back and be at least verbally abusive and unsupportive? I think OP is definitely not a jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.